In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. So as we begin our Mass today, a very special welcome to you all. Especially we are remembering all of those who are joining us also on the parish webcam this morning. So wherever you are, whether you are at home, in care, in hospital, you're most welcome and thanks for joining us. And a very special welcome to those who are joining us on West Limerick 102. And we will be including your intentions, especially in our Mass, and it's a privilege to have you with us. So as always, to begin our Mass, let's take a moment in the Lord's presence to ask forgiveness for our own shortcomings and failings. You were sent to heal the contrite, Lord have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ have mercy. You're seated at the right hand of the Father, Lord have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, who in the abundance of your kindness surpassed the merits and the desires of those who turn to you, pour out your mercy on us to pardon what conscience dreads and to give what prayer doesn't even dare to ask. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. The first reading is a reading from the prophet Isaiah. Let me sing to my friend the song of his love for his vineyard. My friend had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He dug the soil, cleared it of stones, and planted choice vines in it. In the middle he built a tower. He dug a press there too. He expected it to yield grapes, but sour grapes were all that it gave. And now, inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, I ask you to judge between my vineyard and me. What could I have done for my vineyard that I have not done? I expected it to yield grapes. Why did it yield sour grapes instead? Very well, I will tell you what I am going to do to my vineyard. I will take away its hedge for it to be grazed on and knock down its wall for it to be trampled on. I will lay it waste, unpruned, undug, overgrown by the briar and the thorn. I will command the clouds to rain no rain on it. Yes, the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel and the men of Judah, that chosen plant. He expected justice but found bloodshed, integrity but only a cry of distress. The word of the Lord. Thank you, God. The response, Sam, the response is, the vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. 
Vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. It stretched out its branches to the sea. To the great river, it stretches out its shoots. Vineyard of the Lord is the house of Israel. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of the Lord, God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. God of the Lord, house of Israel. And we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine in us, and we shall be saved. The second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippines. There is no need to worry, but if there is anything you need, pray for it, asking God for it with prayer and thanksgiving. And that peace of God, which is so much greater than we can understand, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, fill your minds with everything that is true, everything that is noble, everything that is good and pure, everything that we love and honor, and everything that can be thought virtuous or worthy of praise. Keep doing all the things that you have learned from me and have been taught by me and have heard or seen that I do. Then the, peace, then the God of peace will be with you. This is the word of the Lord. wretched end 
and lease the vineyard to other tenants who will deliver the produce to him when the season arrives. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? It was the stone rejected by the builders that became the keystone. This was the word of the Lord, and it's wonderful to see the work of the Lord, and it's wonderful to see. I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. The Gospel of the Lord. My dear friends, a number of years back, Trokra had a striking little slogan for their work in the third world. And it went something like this. Give a man a box of fish and he become dependent on you waiting for the next one to arrive. But give him a fishing rod and you can help to make him self-sufficient. I think we could equally say do somebody's thinking for them and you may stunt their growth but teach them to think for themselves and you empower them to become independent. Now Jesus was not in the business of doing people's thinking for them or telling them how to think. He was much more interested in getting people to think things out for themselves. That's why he used parables. That's why parables were his favorite method of teaching. Because parables enabled him to, to paint a picture before people and kind of leave it hanging in the air and invite them to interpret it and work out and get the message for themselves. And today we have a parable. And we can see that the land we can see the landlord land owner or the vineyard owner as the father who created and gifted to us the universe, the earth, everything we have. And the vineyard as the world, the earth which he has given to us. And the servants, those who receive the gift. And we know that down through the ages, from the very beginning, God's people tended to forget his goodness and turn their backs on him. But again and again, God wouldn't give up on his people. He'd start all over again. And, and like the father in the vineyard today, then God sent his son, his only son. He said, surely they'll accept my son. They didn't. They sent him to Calvary to his death. And then comes the punchline from Jesus. I tell you solemnly, the kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. The message is as direct as it's blunt. The only one who doesn't get it is somebody who doesn't want to get it. The kingdom of God will be taken from you and given to somebody, to a people who will produce its fruit. 
I'm sure I'm not the first person in our time to wonder what will the fate situation be in Ireland or in West Limerick or here in Abbey Field 50, 100 years from now? Will our grandchildren and, and their children, will they have the faith? Will they have the mass and the sacraments as we have to support us in life? Will they have that? Will they have the choice even? And the answer to that question doesn't depend on what Pope Francis does or on what Bishop Brendan does. The answer to that question depends more than anything else on the lives that they see us living today. Because example is not just the best teacher it's the only one that's effective. And every parent knows that themselves. Every generation back through history before us has faced in their times the challenge that we face today. In the words of Jesus, will the kingdom of God be taken from us and given to a people who will produce its fruit? Every generation back through history before us has succeeded in passing on the faith. If they'd failed, none of us would be here this morning. Please God, our generation too will succeed. But crucial to achieving that is the example of our lives today. Jesus posed that question to his listeners in the gospel today. He did not provide the answer. He let them work it out for themselves. Jesus poses the very same question to us in the gospel today. And he doesn't answer it. He leaves us to answer it by our lives. To help us, to, help us to, to just realize how much is at stake. Can we think of our faith? Not as something that we received from our ancestors. But also as something that we have on loan from our children something that's been entrusted to us for them. And if we return to them what we've unloaned for them for our few years here on the earth, nothing can equal the riches that we leave them. But if we default on that loan, or on that trust and break the chain, nothing, no one can compensate for the loss that we pass on to them. It's our example, it's our witness, it's our values, it's our lives more than anything else 
that will ensure that the kingdom of God will not be taken from them and given to a people who will produce his fruit. Let's together ensure that in the words of St. Paul, what we have received from the Lord, that we in our turn will pass on and the most effective, maybe the only way to do that is by the power of our example and our values as reflected every day in our lived lives. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sin, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Let us pray. <clears throat> Ever thankful for the love and blessings which the Lord has bestowed on us, we bring our prayers to him today. Today's Gospel, Jesus tells us that if we do not treasure the gifts bestowed on us by our Father, we could lose the inheritance of eternal life which he offers us. We ask him, help us to live as his true followers each day. Lord, hear us. On this International Day for Life, we pray for respect for the gift of human life in our country, especially at its beginning and end, and for those who care for the very young and the very old. Lord, hear us. We pray for all who work to protect and uphold the dignity of human life. May our faith inspire us to work for justice for the elderly, the terminally ill, and all those who are vulnerable in our world. Lord, hear us. We pray for each other now that living our values, the gospel values each day, that we will provide the example and inspiration that our young people so need in today's world. Lord, hear us. We pray for those in medical research that the wonderful gifts that God has given them will be used generously by them and that governments would support them in the race to find an effective vaccine to suppress the current pandemic. Lord, hear us. And we remember especially today Johnny and Peggy Stack from Mainsha and Richard Wolf from Cratlow, whose anniversaries are now and whom we are remembering, especially in our Masses today. May they now enjoy the light of God's face. Lord, hear us. 
Let's bow our hearts and remember in silence our own personal intentions, the intentions of all of you who have joined us in our Mass today, and the intentions that we have been asked to pray for. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, we give thanks for your gift of life, for your gift of faith, for the gift of each other in our families and community. Help us to be your missionaries here at home by the example of how we live with each other each day. And we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Sisters, that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the sacrifice instituted by your commandments and through the sacred mysteries which we celebrate, graciously complete the sanctifying work to, by which you are pleased to redeem us. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your Word, through whom you made all things, whom you sent as Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people. He stretched out his hands as he endured the passion to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, Lord, and the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending your Holy Spirit on them like the Jewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread. And giving thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. 
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate together this morning this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by your Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your people throughout the world. Bring us to the fullness of love with Francis our Pope, Rondon our Bishop, and all your people. Remember Johnny and Peggy Stack from Mainz and Richard Wolfe from Kratla, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that as they were united with your Son in a death like his, they may also be one with him in resurrection. Remember all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy in all of us, we pray. That with Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Saint Joseph, the Apostles, and all the saints who pleased you through the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day. In your mercy, Keep us free from sin and protect us from anxiety as we wait in blessed hope for the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my own peace I give you. Look not on our sins but on the faith of your people and graciously grant us that peace and unity that are in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. And may that peace of the Lord be with you all. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed all of us who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. 
May the body and blood of Christ bring all of us who receive him to everlasting life. Amen. Just for those present here in the church now coming to communion, follow the instructions of the stewards. Communion will be distributed on your hand, so we ask you to put your hand out as straight as possible and to try and avoid contact with the priest or the minister as they distribute Holy Communion to you.
joining us for Mass this morning, we have our prayer of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. All sacrament, most holy, all sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. So just the announcements for the parish here. Our Mass is now today at 12 o'clock, tomorrow evening at 7, and then for the remainder of the week at 10 o'clock each morning, Saturday morning Mass is at 11. We ask you to take the newsletter home with you now, now that we have completed our Mass, and to dispose of it yourself at home. So we thank all of you for being with us this morning, a lovely large congregation here, and we thank especially West Limerick 102 FM for enabling us to broadcast the Mass to the people of West Limerick today. And thanks to Father Dan Lane, who's just moved from Ballingarry. I'm sure his parishioners listening from Granite Ballingarry will uh, remember that lovely voice of his, and we thank him for the celebrating of Mass here today. Thank you, Father Tony. Let us pray. Grant us, Almighty God, that we may be refreshed and nourished by the sacrament we have received and be transformed into what we have received. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you all. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And our Mass is ended now. We go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thank you. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that Oh. Uh-huh.